Welcome to this podcast, The Lash Chat. Here I will discuss all things lashes from techniques to products to troubleshooting, you name it, I'll chat about it. I'm your host, Frankie Widows. I started out as a full-time working lash artist back in 2012, and from there I developed my training academy and my own lash brand, Eyelash Excellence. I now spend most of my time traveling the globe, training students in my lash techniques, guest speaking at lash events, as well as judging at lash competitions. For more information on me and the products and services that I offer to the industry, then please visit my website, eyelashexcellence.com. And if you would like me to talk about a subject, then please just send me an email through my website or drop me a message through Instagram, Frankie Widows, and I will do my very best to cover that topic in my podcast. So today I'm going to talk about pre-made, the debate, do we love or do we hate? And this is actually a subject that I spent quite a lot of time last year speaking about when I was at conferences and it went down a storm. So I thought it'd be a really, really good subject to actually discuss in this podcast because there's still quite a lot of confusion over what pre-maids are, how to safely use them. And like I said, there is a big debate, you know, some people really love them, some people really hate them, but they are a big thing in our industry and I think they're here to stay. So um, yeah, I think this is a good subject to talk about. So which side of the fence do you sit on when it comes to pre-mades? Now, do you love them? Do you hate them? Do you think that they're a great addition to the lash industry or do you think that they are a threat to the authentic handmade fan? So, like I said, I'm going to discuss pre-made in this, and then I'm going to let you draw your own conclusions at the end when it comes to this debate on this product. So, what is a pre-made fan? Now, it's either a glue-bonded or heat-bonded pre-made fan. So, it's made already into a fan. You don't have to make it yourself. So, a glue-bonded fan is going to be held together with adhesive at the very, very base whereas a heat bonded fan is sealed together at the base using heat. Now a lot of people you'll see on the forum say that the heat bonded one is better to use and the glue bonded ones you need to avoid like the plague. But you know what, it really does depend on the brand because you can have some amazing glue bonded pre-made fans, lovely tight bases attached to the natural lash really, really well. But you can also have some really, really shockingly pre-bonded, glue-bonded ones. And again, same with the heat ones. You'll get some lovely heat-bonded ones and you'll get some terrible heat-bonded ones. So guys, don't worry about thinking, oh, do I need to get a glue-bonded one? Do I need to get a heat-bonded one? It doesn't matter. It's to do with the quality of that manufacturing process for that pre-made fan. Now, there are different types of pre-made fans that you can get. You can get short stem ones and long stem. So your short stem ones are going to look more like the letter V from the alphabet. They're going to be normally a little bit wider, but they're going to have a much more open base. So there's a lot of daylight shining through the bottom of them. So you're going to get sort of a nice sort of fluffy, fullish look. So it's like sort of spreading your fingers right open and you can sort of link your other fingers in the base. So that's like a short stem one, whereas your long stem one is going to be more like the letter Y or like a palm tree. So you're going to have like a longer base and then it sprouts open at the top. So again, there are different pre-mates available on the market now to suit the type of set that you want to do on that client. 
So why do pre-maids have such a bad name? And one of the reasons is that, is that if you're an artist like myself, who trained many years ago in volume, we never had the easy option of using pre-maids. If we wanted to do volume, we had to go and invest in a course, and you know they're expensive. We don't always earn a lot in the UK, especially as lash artists, so it meant that someone like myself couldn't take a holiday that year because I needed that money because I wanted to train in volume. And then you have to train in multiple volumes because actually taking one class is never enough. You have to take lots of classes to get good at this. So there's no shortcut to this. It's a really heavy financial investment. And it was so for me at the time, I was just working lash artists. So everything that I earned not only went on my products, but then had to go back on my training if I wanted to offer this service. We then had to spend months and years perfecting this skill because it's very time consuming to perfect this. It's extremely frustrating. You know, there were so many days where I literally just lost the plot. I just had enough of practicing and practicing and just not being able to get the technique. I then had to charge discount prices to get clients in that were going to be willing to lay there for three, four, five hours that it was going to take me. So I was charging either a ridiculous discount or I was charging the same for a set of volume that I was doing for a set of classes just so that I could get clients in so that I could learn my craft. So you can see that someone like myself who came into the industry or was in the industry when pre-mates didn't exist, we didn't have those shortcuts. So we're there investing, spending hours and hours and hours doing this. And then all of a sudden pre-mates come in and the classic trained lash artist who hasn't had to save her money and not have a holiday because she wanted to train or had to spend the hours and hours and hours practicing this technique now claims to offer volume and that's it they claim they're like yeah I offer volume come and see me and then they're using pre-made and pretending to be the same that we are who's had to invest thousands of pounds and hours and hours to learn this so you can see why pre-maids do get the backup of a lot of lash artists like myself that have heavily invested into the technique and like I said hours and hours and financial investment into this. It does also mean that a lot of educators are losing revenue so when you're an educator like myself back then it was all about Russian volume everybody wanted to learn Russian volume and the only way in which they could do that was to take a course because you're not really going to be able to learn this online I spoke about this in one of our other podcasts where good trainers are not going to be sharing their techniques on social media on YouTube for you to learn it why would they why would they invest thousands and thousands of pounds and then go do you know what all of that that I've learned spent years learning thousands, here have it for free, come and be my competitor and have all of my information for free, they're not going to do that, so it meant that people wanting volume like I said had no choice but to take a course, so for a lot of lash educators volume is their biggest selling course and then what happens is pre-maids come in, people don't need to take a course because they can use pre-maids and crazily in the UK if you want to use pre-maids which is a form of volume it's not authentic volume but if you want to use pre-made you do not have to take any type of volume training and this is really annoying because to do volume whether you're doing pre-made or handmade you need to know how much volume is safe and what happens is artists just go out and buy a tray of pre-maids have no idea if they're classic trained how much volume that lash can safely support. They just whack a load of volume on that and cause damage to their clients because they don't need to hold a volume certificate in the UK. You can do volume pre-made 
on a classic certificate. And I've challenged the insurance companies over this time and time again. And you know what? No one wants to help me. I've gone back and forwards with these guys and they are not interested. They say it's nothing to do with them. It's to do with those that underwrite their policies and now they can't change it. And I'm literally banging my head against a brick wall against this because I don't think this is right. I think if you want to use pre-made, you should have to take some sort of volume training. My insurance company told me that actually I can set up a course and get people to, to take that course. And I said, well, what's the point? Because if they don't need it, who's going to spend their money on something they don't need? So again, like I said, banging my head against a brick wall. Don't get me started on this one. Um, so we shall carry on. So yeah, a lot of loss of earnings, a lot of trainers, and that's how they earn their money. They train because you can now use pre-made fans. So this takes me on to talking about the deception that goes on when using pre-mades because a lot of the time they can be used in a very unethical way. So now what you tend to get is non-volume trained artists offering pre-mades and calling it volume. And then what they do is they charge the same as a real handmade volume set. So technically it's kind of like a deception or fraud because you need to be transparent that they are pre-mades because it's a bit like selling a real Rolex and a fake Rolex. It's okay to buy either as long as you're aware of what they are. But if you're selling a fake Rolex, so for example, a pre-made, but actually making your customer believe that it's a real Rolex or a handmade, that's actually technically deception. Now, a lot of the times your clients don't even really care whether it's a handmade or it's a pre-made, but you have to be transparent, like I said, and that's what gets the backs up of authentic handmade volume lash artists who are working their butt off and have invested a lot and they're offering handmade. And then they've got a competitor down the road that's been in the industry two minutes is now doing pre-mades and calling herself a volume lash artist. So you can see why it's starting to piss a lot of people off. Or you also get artists applying pre-mades. They can do it a lot quicker. So they're earning you know, a lot more money in a shorter amount of time, but claiming it's handmade volume. And again, it's deception. So you can see why there is a lot of bad blood at times when it comes to pre-made fans. So we touched on this a minute ago, but another issue is overloading through lack of understanding. Because like I said, when you take a volume course, you actually learn in depth how much volume is safe. And guys, if you haven't taken this course and you're only classic trained, then please go and take one. I have an amazing one on my website, eyelashexcellence.com. It's a mini volumetric lash calculations course. Guys, it's super in-depth. You do need to know this stuff. It's a theory-based course where I will show you how we technically, mathematically calculate all of the lashes that we use from classics to volume to flats because they're all calculated slightly differently. You have to have this under your belt if you want to offer any type of lashing to your clients so please don't bypass this but this is the problem is that technicians are not learning this and then they just go and just like I said buy a 7d tray of 0.07 premades and whack them on the client because the manufacturers that sell these premades they're not lash artists so they have no idea what they're selling unsafe so they just sell it and because you can buy it you assume it's okay and then they go out and they just trash clients lashes um so again, this is a, a massive, massive issue because like I said, they don't have any idea how to calculate. They're just overloading that client and then it gives our industry, which already has a bad name for damage, even more of a bad name. So again, you can see why it's getting the backs up of therapists that have spent a lot of time, a lot of money learning in-depth volumetric lash calculations and then are trying to compete with people that know nothing about what they're doing and are actually destroying their clients' lashes. 
so in one of the presentations that I did, I actually had screenshots of images that were posted on forums to just evidence this, how people didn't know what they're doing. So one of them was where somebody asked if they use 0.07s or 0.10s when they're using a pre-made. And they said that they'd use 0.07s, but they had tried a 5D pre-made fan in 0.1, but struggled with retention and attaching it. 5D in 0.1, off the top of my head, I can't do the calculation for that. My God, that is seriously overloading. And But it just shows you that manufacturers don't know what they're selling. So they're selling it. And you've got girls that are going out there, and guys, okay, because they're lash artists too, going out there, buying this, whacking it on a client. No wonder the retention's crap because it's too heavy for the natural lash. It's just falling off. So it's just such a classic and terrible example of how people are using pre-mates having no idea what they're doing. At least when you do handmaids, you've taken the course and you've done all the volumetric lash calculations to know how much volume is safe. Another thing that gets people's backs up is a lot of the pre-mates that you see are very poor quality sets. And the reason being is that most of the classic lash trained lash artists that then buy pre-mates are actually relatively new to the lash industry because otherwise usually your progression when you've been in it for several years takes you onto handmade volume. But because they're new, they just buy pre-mates and start using them. So it means their lashing skills are usually poor because they're new. You, of course they're going to be because you only get good at this by repetition and experience within the industry. So really, when you offer volume or even pre-made, you should only do it once you've mastered the classic techniques that you can confidently do on all clients. So you need to be able to create seamless uniformity. So your lashes are like soldiers staggered. There's no sort of like gaps or jumps in the lash line. And again, that comes through experience. You need to know how to create fuller sets. So, you know, techniques like feathering, eyeliner effects, layering effects, these are advanced techniques that are taught on advanced classic courses, which most people bypass because they don't think they need them and then wonder why they can't create an eyeliner look or a, a feathery textured look. Oh, it was never taught in my beginner's training. Well, it won't be because beginners is basic lashing. We just need to teach you to walk first of all before you can run. So people bypass this. So what they then do is they do a set of pre-mades and just have awful skills. It's just horrific to see. And if you don't believe me, go and look at the forums and look at most pre-made sets that are done by novice lash artists because we've all been there. My God, I've been there. Some of the sets I produce, actually most of them were horrifically bad back then. But when you're offering any type of volume, whether it's handmade or whether it's pre-made, that's like a, an add-on luxury service. So unless you've mastered the fundamentals of classic lash, you know, how to style your client, all of that, you can't offer an advanced service. You know, if you went and booked a, a taxi ride to the airport or to a show, you wouldn't expect somebody that's only passed their driving test a day before to turn up and take you there. Because you expect that to be a luxury set, and it's the same as volume. So this is why we have a massive issue again, because when clients are paying a little bit more for volume or premiums, they expect a top dollar service and they're not getting that. So we're seeing awful, awful sets done by usually novice lash artists that have just wanted to jump on the volume bandwagon, aren't ready to train in handmade volume, so just buy premates. So like I said, usually you're going to get a lack of uniformity. You're going to get really awful styling. Always the inner corners are too long and the outer corners are too long. 
So everything like that is just going to drag the eye downwards. It makes the eyes look heavy. It makes the eyes look sleepy. It makes the eye look like it slopes downwards. Everything that lash extensions shouldn't be doing, they're here to accentuate, make you look younger. It makes the clients look older. It makes them look sleepy. Incorrect layering. So you'll see staggers in the lash line. As we know, lashes grow in different layers. We have the top layers, the middle layers, the bottom layers. You need to know how to work in those layers and transition between those layers to get a seamless effect. Or if you're going for texture, need to know how to have controlled texture. You don't get this with novice lash artists. They just stick a fan on any layer. Don't worry about the length or transition. And then you just get these horrible staggers in the lash set. So again, technically, overall, these sets are technically incorrect. There's just everything going wrong with them. And you can't expect a client to pay top dollar for these if you can't yet offer a top dollar service, which comes through experience within the industry. So I think from that, it's really easy to understand why many lash artists, especially those that have invested in the industry, hate pre-made fans. And you know what? I was actually one of them. I was very, very against this product that was coming in and actually destroying the industry or taking over from a technique that I'd spent thousands learning. You know, my first course, I flew to New York for three days to learn this. I think it cost me three grand all in. By the time I paid for my flights, by the time I paid for my food, by the time I paid for the course as well, that was three grand that I had to find to take that course. And I think in the last sort of five years, I've taken 11 volume courses. Well, guys, you do the calculations in your head as to how much that's cost me alone. Not to mention the buying of the products. I've taken other online courses as well. So add that up. Oh my God, I've spent thousands and thousands when it comes to learning this. And then somebody can go and buy a tray of pre-mates for 15 quid and be my competitor. So I was one of these people that hated pre-mates. But then I had to ask myself, so is it the product itself that has given pre-mates a bad name? Or is it the lash artist that uses them incorrectly, unsafely, or unethically that's given them bad name? And then I realized it was the latter. Because actually, why should we penalize a product that actually is very clever? And it's a great example of evolution with our industry. And that's what we have. The, the industry evolves so much now. We, you know, we have pre-made lashes, so pre-made fans. We have easy fanning lashes. We have YY lashes. We have V lashes. We now have like technically expressed volume lashes. Now I don't think that handmade volume is ever gonna go out of fashion because you are so much more versatile with handmade volume. But we do just now have alternatives, like I said, through evolution with our industry. So why not just embrace this new product, but we have to make sure that we educate both the artists and our clients on how they should be used correctly and safely. And that, is my job. I'm kind of like the lash police, I feel like. I need to get the message out there and educate everybody about how we go about using these. So at this time, I then started to start testing pre-made samples because I've been so very anti-pre-made. I saw other people were selling them and I had had my shop at the time. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon. I'm gonna see what the hype is about. So I started testing them, but you know what? Because they were so new, the quality was so poor. They were proper horrible. The bases were really thick, they were very, very square, so very, very T-bar-y. They just didn't bond well, they felt really heavy for the natural lash and just overall were really poor quality. So I kind of was like, do you know what, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to bring these into the shop because I just think they're horrible. But you know what, I did keep persevering and eventually I found some lovely ones and I created some beautiful, beautiful sets with them. I really did that just looked like handmade volume sets. 
But the key was, was to having that quality pre-made. So if you're looking for good quality pre-made guys that have been tested by me on my real clients, and I now know the difference between crap pre-made and good pre-made, come to the shop Eyelash Excellence because we've got good ones there. So I did a lot of them for free, first of all, on models, and it was all done safely. And do you know what? they Like I said, they look stunning. They last fine. And actually, yeah, I was like, this is actually quite a clever little product. So like I said, I did find this product, but actually for 12 months I did nothing because there was so much bad press still on pre-made, and I was kind of like, I'm with those guys on those opinions. So I sort of did nothing because I wanted to look at the industry. I wanted to see whether this was just going to be a fad like a lot of things and it would phase out or I wanted to see whether actually there was a place in the industry for them if we could educate on how to use them properly so I didn't actually do anything I didn't have any input in the industry on it I just sat back and just watched it but what I did see was the popularity grow um but what annoyed me was they were still being used incorrectly and unethically and then nothing seemed to be changing so I was kind of like right these are here to stay I need to do something because they are a clever product, but I can't sit back and do nothing when I see that they're still continuing to be used incorrectly and causing damage. I thought I've got to do something about that. So I think it was autumn 2018. I then decided to bring them into my brand, but I wanted to educate people on how to use them correctly and ethically because I had to. I couldn't just put a product out there and go, right, off you go. No, if you're going to use my product, you are going to use them safely. So we had a massive description, we still do on the website, as to how to use them, correct weights for it. And also, if you don't follow me on YouTube, I have lots of videos on there. Frankie Widow's Eyelash Excellence, go on to there because I do have a video on that that also explains how you can use them safely. Because that's what we've got to do, guys. If we're suppliers and we are selling a product to the industry, we have got to educate you guys on how to safely use that product because you aren't always going to know because you haven't done the research behind this product. So guys, this is another reason why, and I spoke about this in one of my other podcasts, why you need to go to trusted sellers. Guys like myself that are working lash artists, that we we research all of our products, we source these products, we test these products. We don't just buy them in from somewhere, stick a label on it and go, there you go, have it. We know the ins and outs of our products, so please invest in us. Yes, it costs you a little bit more than going onto Amazon or AliExpress or whatever and buying it for cheap. But there's a reason for that. Because you're investing into us that have done all the hard work for you and will give you all the assistance that you need. So like I said, I did a lot of education on this in-depth description on the website, YouTube videos, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, just as much as I could do to get the word out there as to how to use this product correctly. Now, I had a lot of negativity when I first started selling these, and I was prepared for this, to be honest, and I've got a couple of um, things that were posted on Instagram here. So I had one say, clearly this is all for the money, and hey, no shame in your game. Probably you shouldn't offer authentic Russian volume classes anymore, as it isn't needed. This is a blow to lash artists who have spent lots of money and time at your training to perfect the art of creating beautiful handmade fans. So everybody's entitled to their opinion. I totally get that. Another one just wrote disappointing. Another one wrote, I'm actually really disappointed to see these on the market, especially from a world famous renowned company trainer, Lash Master. True lash technicians that have taken years to master their trade are now in direct competition with others who can offer these sets cheaper as they can work faster. Should we all convert to pre -mates? And another person commented sad. Now I totally get this. I totally get 
why they have these negative opinions because I was one of them. I was there hating it. But like I said, it wasn't until I took a step back and actually looked at the product itself and thought, you know, this is evolution. And actually it's very clever. And guys, they now have pre-made competition. So if we've actually ended up that far in the industry with pre-made, it shows that they're here to stay. And it also shows that they are actually a clever product if used correctly. But this is the problem. What, what the negativity surrounds, and you can see it in these posts, is other lash artists that are using them unethically. It's not me. And we'll talk about this in a minute because this is a really important point. Now, I actually have a load more of these comments um, that I could read out, but, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to bore you with it. But like I said, I, to I totally get the anger that was put up when I started selling these. I really do. But like I said, it was my responsibility to then start educating people on how to use these safely. So what I then did do when I started getting these types of negative comments or messages, I then asked that technician directly the following question. Is it the product itself that has given pre-maids a bad name or the incorrect, unsafe or unethical nature they're used in? And should I be blamed for that? And you know what? When I sent that question and I got them to really think about it, the replies were really, really interesting. Because it's not me that they have the issue with. And I had to point this out. It's actually the product that I sell is not dangerous and the product's not unethical. So what they're actually referring to is the artist. It's not me, but they take it out on me because I sell that product. So what about the artist that buys classic lashes and then says that she offers individuals? So like we do, isolation of a natural lash, place one on. But actually, she then stuffs them in with no isolation. So they're actually express lashes, which then can be done in about 30 minutes. But that she then charges the same as what we charge for, let's say, a two-hour classic set and calls them the same, but they're express lashes stuffed in. Should I be blamed for that? No, I can't. I can't be blamed for that because my product is safe. I'm educating you how to use it. But if you choose to go against that, I actually can't do anything about that. So like I said, when I spun it on its head and put it like that at that person, they either came back with a, actually, Frankie, I see what you're going on about, or they never replied because I think they realised that actually the product itself isn't dangerous or unethical. It's the artist that is. So what are the benefits of pre-made fans? Why do they have a place in our industry? So they are great for clients who struggle to lie still for over an hour. I actually saw a post on this just the other day on my private lash forum that I run, Lash Tech Tutorials, where someone said they've got a client, loves the look of volume, but she just can't lay there for that amount of time. So pre-mades are a great alternative for her. For somebody that doesn't want to lay there for that long, maybe they're elderly, so their backs hurt a little bit. Uh, kidney problems so for example my mum has kidney stones bless her so she has to drink a ton of water which means that she needs to pee like every 20 minutes or so so laying down for a set of Russian volumes which is going to take me two hours on her is no go whereas in pre-maze I can pretty much get a set on her in an hour so it's a great service for her do you know what Kelly Stora from Enchanted Spa she actually made a very very good point when I spoke about this last year in LA um, at a conference there she said, I would pay the same amount of money for a set of pre-made fans as I would handmade fans, but for the fact that they're done quicker. Because I'm busy and I haven't got that time to lay down there. And she actually had a point. Do clients actually really care? 
as long as that client's pre-made are gonna look the same as a handmade fan, and actually they sometimes look better because they're all completely uniform. Like when you make handmade fans, sometimes like if you're not particularly good at it, or even like myself, sometimes like my consistency can be way off if I'm having a bad day, or if my levels in my salon are playing up, you know, my fans will close or they won't bond. At least pre-made, they're all consistent because they're all pre-made. So a lot of the time, like I said, your clients don't actually care. As long as they get a good looking set of lashes that's gonna last, they don't care whether it's handmade or whether it's pre-made. And to be honest, pre-made is still handmade. It's just not handmade by the therapist at the time. It's just, it's handmade by another artist. Well, not even that, it's handmade by somebody in a factory that then ships it over for us to use. So who actually really cares? It's also great for clients that are running late and the tech may not have the time to lash them fully. So we've all had it, you know, we've got two hours booked out for a client, they arrive an hour late. You don't really want to turn them away. So maybe you can just put pre-mades on them because a handmade set is going to take too long for that time. Oily clients, this has been a game changer for me. So if you've got really oily clients whose fans close no matter what you do and they suffer with really poor attention, this has been the game changer. So I've got a few of these. So yeah, when I was doing volume on them, they would literally come back. Most of the fans have fallen out because they were so oily. And also the ones that were left had closed because the oils in the skin had caused the fans to close. Use pre-mades on them. Pre-mades will not close because they're pre-bonded. So they will stay open and fluffy. And then my absolute game changer was my oil-resistant adhesive. Oh my God, guys. This adhesive has been such a lifesaver for me. It's awesome in the summer when the temperature's really hot and because we don't have air conditioning built into our buildings here in the UK, we have to use external devices which are not always that great. So on very, very hot days where I have my air conditioning portable unit running and I couldn't get the temperature down, this saved my backside so many times. The oil resistant adhesive as well on clients that are really oily and can't get any more than a week out of them, literally will go in two or three weeks. And I tested this oil resistant adhesive for eight months on real clients before I brought it into the shop because I didn't want it to be a fluke. I wanted to make sure that it worked. I wanted to try lots of different clients and wore it myself as well. And it's just incredible. So now if I have lashes on, I'm like, no, to the technician, can you use this one on me? Because it's, it is the best. It's actually a very thick adhesive because it has to be to counteract the oils. But if you can figure out how to use it, it's the bomb. It is not an alternative for your everyday adhesive. Wouldn't want to be using this as your everyday, but if you had a client that you can't keep lashes on, you then use this one on her. You can't use it with handmade volume because it's too slow curing, the fans won't set, but it's still got a great grab on it and brilliant for pre-made. So oil resistant adhesive and pre-made on oily clients or those that fans close or don't get good retention, is going to be a game changer for you and you know what it's ridiculously cheap there's a lot of other adhesives out there that are similar to this one and they're charging like $80 $100 for this this is like 30 40 dollars guys because I don't I don't sell my products for ridiculous prices I'm a very humble person I started at the bottom of the lash industry and worked my way up I never had a lot of money and everything that I earned had to go back into my business I was so poor for many many years so so poor and I've always remained humble like that so my products are very very affordable so come and check it out if you're learning Russian volume what happens is you you will hit a physical wall after about an hour and then any fan making goes out the window so you can then use pre-mates to fill your set so this is a great alternative that we never had back in the day when I was learning volume I just literally had to like 
get on with it. If I hit a wall after an hour, I actually had to fill it with classic lashes in a hybrid set or just see it through. Whereas now you can be like, I'm so tired, mentally I've stopped being able to do this. So now I can get my pre-mades out and fill the rest of the set. So they do have massive benefits within the industry as you can see. Now why are artists charging so much for pre-made volume? So you'll see a lot of artists that actually Okay, it's a bit of a spectrum, actually. I'll take that back a little bit. You'll see that some artists are char charging ridiculously cheap for pre-made. And you'll see that some are charging the same as Russian volume. And you're kind of like, well, why are you charging so much? Because it's no skill. It's a classic lash application. But you think it's okay to charge as much. But then you also see, well, why are you charging so little? Because pre-made are actually quite expensive to buy. You can probably, I think your service costs, when I figured it out, for a set of pre-mades is about £15. Because out of a, a, tr a tray of pre-mades, that will probably do one client. And a tray is about £15 for a good pre-made tray from a supplier, not off Amazon or AliExpress or whatever. Whereas actually if you do handmade volume, you probably, your service cost is probably about two, three pounds of lashes only. So there's a big difference in it. So, you're, yeah, you're going to see there's a, a lot of discrepancy in what is charged for pre-mades. So, actually, to do pre-mades, you actually don't earn a lot of profit. Now, I know that you can get pre-mades done in a quicker time, but it costs you more money, whereas it takes you longer to do handmades, but your product cost is less. So, for me, if I was buying pre-mades in, and luckily I'm a supplier, so I get my pre-mades cheaper because I buy 10,000 at a time, if I was actually somebody that was buying pre-mates from a supplier, it wouldn't be financially viable for me to do pre-mates because the product cost is so high. So technically, if you are going to do pre-mates, you need to charge the same as a handmade volume set to make your money. So if you're ever really worried about people that are doing pre-mates for less money than you, then don't really be because actually at the end of the day, their profit margin is going to be tiny compared to you doing a handmade volume set so it really really is swings and roundabouts so people actually just do it because they can't be bothered to make their own handmade fans they don't want to invest in training or like it's too much effort to do handmaids because the amount of practice that goes in and it's freaking hard as well so yeah just something for you to consider now for me interestingly when I do a set of pre-maids I actually charge the same for pre-maids as I do for handmaids because at the moment, when I do pre-made, I do them on clients that have to have pre-made. So clients that are oily and their fans close and whose lashes fall off. I'm not choosing to do that. I'd rather do a handmade volume set on them. But because of their condition, I have to do pre-made. So why should I then be penalised for doing a service on them that I have to give them? And charging less, which we kind of say, well, if you're going to use pre-mades, it's not a skill of handmade volume, so you should charge less. But for someone like me that has the skill of being able to do a handmade set and would do on them, and I can't do it because of them, I'm like, well, why should I be penalised for that and earn less money out of it for my skill? So for me, I actually charge the same for pre-mades that I do for volume because I'm having to use pre-mades on them with my oil-resistant adhesive. So personally for me, to wrap this up, Pre-mates do have a place in the industry and if they are used correctly, they are fantastic. And like I said, I will use pre-mates if I have to, but for everybody else, I stick to my handmade Russian volume, which is a technique that I've spent thousands of pounds investing into, still do, and I've spent years perfecting and still do. So I am a volume girl all day long 
and I want to show my skills at the techniques that I've been mastering over the last seven years. And for me, it's not about just earning money, it's about being a master of my craft, something that I'm very passionate about, and I won't ever take a shortcut to get there. But I also appreciate that not everybody has that passion and some people just do it for the money. So just breaking that down a little bit more, like I said, I've invested a lot of time and money into learning my craft. As such, I'm going to use those skills. I create bespoke fans to suit that natural lash. So narrow, wide, different of level of D. So you don't have that ability when you're doing a pre-made. And this is the issue is that you'll get something that's got like a little engine lash there. And if you're doing handmade, you'd be like, well, I'll put a 2D fan on that. With pre-made, it's like, well, I've got a 5D fan there. I'm just going to put a 5D on that. Okay, you can split the pre-made, but you tend to end up destroying them sometimes if you do. So we custom create that fan as a good artist to that natural lash that's in front of us. We don't just do one fan suits every lash. So this is why I don't think Russian volume will ever go out of fashion. Handmaids also attach and bond so much better. They wrap around the natural lash for a very, very seamless, clean base. Pre-maids are always going to have a thicker base and you're never going to get quite the same retention. Okay, you're going to get good retention out of them if you attach them properly. But you just don't get that cleanliness that you get with a handmade fan. Also, pre-maids do not attach well to difficult natural lashes. So if you have a client that comes in and she's got like really crazy lashes, almost like she's got an outgrown lash lift, you will struggle to attach a lot of the pre-maids out there. If you don't believe me, give it a go and you will see. Whereas you'll find a handmade fan with a much tighter base and yeah they do do some lovely pre-made with very tight bases now but you'll still see that a handmade fan that's got a flexible base will attach so much better and like i said pre-made are very expensive to use on every client a very small profit margin as such therefore for me if i was to offer pre-made at a discount price it's not a financially viable option for me so have pre-made affected my training business um potentially i think so yes I do. I used to sell a lot of Russian volume courses, but then saying that, Russian volume was all the rage when it first came out. So maybe that's why everybody wanted to jump on the bandwagon. But I can't deny that, you know, it, it has affected my business, of course, because people can now do volume without having to take a volume course. However, the good artists out there, the ones that I'm interested in, they are always going to want to better themselves and take trainings, whether there's a shortcut or not. So I focus on those type of people. Bad artists, and they're always going to be out there, are going to take any shortcut possible. They're going to learn off YouTube. Most do. That's why there's still so much shockingly bad work out there, and we spoke about this in another uh, podcast. They're going to apply chunks of volume lashes and call it volume. They're going to cut up strip lashes. They're going to use cluster lashes, even if pre-made weren't available in the industry. So we can never eliminate bad artists that don't want to invest and learn good techniques. So we can't prevent this. Even though we can do our best to educate, we cannot reach out to the closed mind or the unethical lash artists. As such, invest our time and our energy into those lash artists that actually want to be the best and want to ensure that they're doing everything correctly. So where do we go from here within this industry? Now, I think it's always going to be a bit of an impossible subject to agree on. I do think we all have a responsibility to educate both lash artists and clients when it comes to pre-maids to ensure that clients are not being deceived. And that's a massive thing. Remember, it's not the product that we have an issue with. It's the way in which they are used. But we can also now see why most lash techs are charging the same price as handmade Russian volume. Otherwise, they're not making a profit. And if the artist does choose to use them, then they do need to be transparent that they are using pre-made. But if clients are happy to pay for handmade prices for pre-made, like Kelly Stora from Enchanted Spa, who is another lash educator, knowing that they are pre-made, is this an issue? 
It really isn't, as long as we are transparent with what we are using. So remember, pre-mades are not a bad product. They're actually a very, very clever product. It's not pre-mades that are in the debate here. It's the incorrect and unethical use of them. As such, if we want to ensure that artists are using them correctly, then we must all take on the responsibility of educating both the artist and the client. So that means you guys that are listening to this, you need to be doing posts on this. You need to have it on your website, the difference between it. You need to sit there and educate your clients on the difference between it. This is the only way in which we can spread the word is if we all talk about this and just don't leave it up to people like me that do this. We have to all take responsibility for our industry. So thank you very much for listening to that one. Um, yeah, I have lots more information on this subject, so don't forget to follow me. Jump over to Instagram, guys. Follow me at Frankie Widows on Instagram. Facebook, I'm on there as well, Frankie Widows Eyelash Excellence. And again, I've got loads of stuff on YouTube. If you're a very visual person, and I am, and I think a lot of lash artists are, you can actually see me doing stuff on YouTube with my hands rather than just talking. So Frankie Widows Eyelash Excellence. Don't forget to come and visit us at the Eyelash Excellence shop. We've got loads of products on there, loads of training, just loads of stuff on there just to assist you guys. And again, don't forget to get in touch. I'm always here. You can come onto any of my social media and drop me a message or you can go through the shop at info at eyelashexcellence.com. Get in touch with my team, myself. We're always going to be here to assist you guys. So thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to check me out at eyelashexcellence.com. And if there's something you would like me to speak about, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. All details can be found on the website. And I hope to see you at my next podcast. Bye.